Welcome to House Party, a podcast where home and pop culture collide, coming straight to you from the editors of Realtor.com. I'm Natalie Way. And I'm Rachel Stoltz. We have had quite a week. This week has been fun, though. Oh, yeah. We've gotten to talk to so many people. So many amazing humans and individuals. <laughs> yeah. Thank you to Michael Matsumoto and Rob Zimmerman for coming on our HGTV producer extraordinaires they were so generous with their time gave us a ton of scoop about the shows that they have worked on that they are currently working on and uh if you missed that episode go one episode back yeah a little bonus content for you this week we doing two episodes in one week like crazy people (laughs) um it's totally worth it it was great to talk with them we of course will be recapping the finale of Battle on the Beach because we've been watching it religiously. But we're not done with our special guests. No, we're not. So stay tuned in this episode. As Natalie said, we will be recapping the finale, but we also are going to be talking with the winners of Battle on the Beach, Carrie and David Kirsch. They were they were gems. Oh my gosh. Totally amazing. We we actually talked to them for a good, I'd say like four half an hour to 45 minutes after we hung up with them girl it was an hour <laughs> Dave, the David sweetest. and I were ready to grab the wine we were in different time zones by the way <laughs> David was in the more appropriate time zone for cocktail hour but nonetheless there's like, always an appropriate time zone for cocktail hour, hour Natalie. we were chit-chatting and it was so fun um yeah. they gave us their take and their experience on um appearing on battle on the beach the, the reasoning, the rationale behind, behind some of the de- the design decisions that they made. So it was interesting. Famously, sandbox gate. Hashtag sandbox gate. So it was great to hear them talk about that. Uh, so that is going to be coming up right after we talk about some news, some some hot topics that are that are um, filling the news this week. Yeah, talk about uh, breaking the internet. Um. <laughs> This story broke, what was it, yesterday? Tuesday? I think technically, technically, okay, it, it went up on Reddit, I think, like three days ago, but I don't think it actually garnered media attention um, f- until yesterday. Okay. Everybody knows that Christina Hawk is like the name du jour, always in the news, always in the headlines. Christina who? <laughs> Christina Hawk, formerly Christina Anstead, formerly Christina Elmusa, always Christina Flop, on the coast. Always Christina on the coast. Yeah. Yes. She's just, I, she's everywhere. I mean, she's just, it's, she's proliferating beyond the world of HGTV into, you know, pop culture everywhere. And so, of course, we have to talk about her. <laughs> More than anything that gets attention is her romantic life and yeah. all the relationships she's had and maybe how quickly she's moved from one to another. So everybody was shocked when this little nugget came up on Reddit yesterday. Natalie, do you want to explain? Essentially what happened um, was Christina posted a photo on her Instagram stories of her on a boat with her boyfriend. Uh, his name is Josh Hall. Joshua I believe. Hall. He's, he, Joshua Hall. He's a real estate agent from the Austin area. Um, so she posted this photo on her stories of her BF, Josh Hall, and his mom. And she captioned it something like, boat day with babe and his pretty mama. Um and in that photo, she's wearing a giant sparkler on her ring finger on her left hand. Yeah. Screenshots were taken. And uh, someone probably texted her and was like, Christina, people can see your ring, girl. And she immediately takes it off of her story and posts something to her her Instagram feed of a photo um, with her, Josh, and Josh's mom. And she's not wearing a ring. And, it, and, and this happened a few hours later. Like, she deleted it, and then she... I guess she was just doing that to, like, you know, because people are probably texting her, 
her her PR is probably getting a million a million you know inquiries. Is Christina engaged? Well, yeah, she's and been so, doing that because she's only been dating Joshua Hall for a matter of months, right? Yeah, like I mean, two or three months. I yeah. know it's been a, a serious relationship enough that on uh, the podcast a couple of weeks ago we were talking about how they took a a vacation in Mexico, and you know I, I think they're pretty. They're pretty steamy, but still, I mean, she literally just moved out of her house that she had with Aunt Anstead. Mm-hmm. And that, is yeah, that, that, that divorce, like, barely just became final. She she moves quickly, and people love to snark on that, or she people moves. love to just discuss that. Moves mad, as they say on, on Love Island. What, what do they say? The new catchphrase this season on Love Island is moving mad. Moving mad. Yeah. Okay. He he moves mad or she moves mad. Yeah, Just she moves implies mad. Implies that yeah, you're you're making moves quickly. I mean, so then I'm I'm looking at this Reddit post. Um, the comments which, are hilarious. Yeah, the comments are so good. It's a it's a screen it's the screenshot, and then people dig into her and you know say things like poor kids and this will be their third daddy in less than 10 years but then like someone's like they still have their original dad though <laughs> it's not <laughs> like, and also like no, no, one's, no one's saying that he's like their dad like the new guy's gonna be their dad i don't know and then this one which tickled us three dads two moms and renee zellweger <laughs> talk about a awkward thanksgiving because, of course, Aunt Anstead is dating Renee Zellweger. They've been hot and heavy. He, yeah, the they're press. moving mad. Talk about a random couple. And, um, yeah, and Christina and Aunt have a son together. So <laughs> so there is some sort of, like, Renee Zellweger connection. Actually, I really just... do want to be at that Thanksgiving table. That would be amazing. Wait, there was another comment that really got me. Oh, someone else said, lol, her love life moves faster than some of their big flips. <laughs> Which is... Mm, nah, um, I don't know. What, is that an insult against her love life or an insult against their flips? Yeah, I don't know which wh- what that's knocking more. Um, Somebody suggested that she's just trying to mess with people, but that doesn't, that doesn't jibe with my image of Christina Hawk. Can you imagine like getting a cubic zirconium ring <laughs> from like Walmart? <laughs> going on a boat the most just like we're gonna have a public photo shoot and I'm gonna trick people to, into thinking that I have <laughs> an engagement ring. And then I'm gonna take the photo down to cause more drama and repost <laughs> the photo. I just know that's it's it's too elaborate. It's too and right. You are. I'm so sorry. Right. She's busy. I I don't think that she has that kind of time. She's busy and she cares too much about her image yeah. to do that. I think like Christina seems like someone who takes herself very seriously. So um, she, well, she doesn't really have a lot of lols. We shall see. There's only so long they'll be able to hide it if they are in fact engaged. Uh, so yeah, we'll be reporting back on that. Well, they might be moving in together, though, because Christina just bought a house, too, didn't she? Right. So this news broke yesterday. It was exclusively from TMZ. And so we don't know the source that TMZ has. It's just, you know, their inside sources. That Christina bought a mansion in Dana Point, which is in Orange County, California. And... Mm -hmm. We had wondered a couple weeks ago when she was moving out of her house that she had had with Aunt Anstead. We're like, where's she going to (laughs) go? Like, we didn't know where she was going. Mm -hmm. We do know that she has a farm in Nashville. And she had been posting. I'd watched a few stories recently. I think they were there uh, for a little bit with the kids and playing with the animals and whatnot. But um, maybe that was just a temporary place to stay until they could move in and get the keys to this uh newly built 2020 behemoth in Dana Point. Behemoth is the perfect word to describe this place. Yeah, it's clearly a spec home. She plunked down uh, $10.3 million for it, which is like, whoa, okay, good good for you. Um, I mean, she she did sell their the Newport Beach place that she shared with um, Aunt Anstead for $5.4 million. Um, yeah, and like you said, she owns the Nashville place. So, 
TMZ says, quote, our sources tell us Christina is making updates to the house to personalize it to her aesthetic. And we're told she's mostly focusing on the kitchen and bathrooms. Makes sense. I mean, kitchen and bathrooms. Smart <laughs> cookie. Makers. She knows where to focus her attention. Money makers. But also, like, you bought a $10.3 billion house that's brand new and you're making updates to it? Like, what? That's a weird flex. It is a weird flex. It, it's almost like, why? Then, then why even buy it? This sounds like something I would do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, does this home look dated to you, Natalie? Calling back to when I called Shia LaBeouf's one-year-old house dated looking. Yeah, it does. Like it's, <laughs> does this need some updates for you, Natalie? Not, it doesn't look, this one doesn't look dated. It's just not my style. Like, it's... <sighs> whatever um <laughs> i'm like exasperated with the the amount of wealth i love excess. no i like it i like that as your pregnancy has gone on on this podcast we're getting we're getting different sides of you and i think that's great it's really making this show more dynamic yeah okay fine <laughs> um <laughs> do you want to talk about um Montecito's potential next uh owner homeowners sure this is a potential this is not a confirmed um but closer magazine spilled a little tea um and said that from an anonymous source said that chip and joanna Gaines might be thinking about moving to montecito california well, wait. AKA Celebrity Haven. Let's be clear here, though. <laughs> Moving to Montecito or buying in Montecito? I guess buying in Montecito. Because I can't imagine they would ever give up their place in Waco. No, I don't think they would. You know, that's their that's their farmhouse. They've put so much time and effort and money and, and just love into that place. So I doubt they would ever. And they'll always have a mainstay in Waco with, with their whole Magnolia market and all of that. Um so the insider said that the HGTV couple has been teasing the idea of expanding their port- their property portfolio to Montecito. Um, they've fallen in love with Montecito and have looked around at a couple of houses. They're up for sale in the area. Uh, and they're interested in investing in a house that would be good for all of their children. And then it's interesting. They say they feel that having a base in Montecito will allow them the freedom and flexibility to boost their brand in Los Angeles I'm and the sorry, rest of California. Does their brand need to be boosted? <laughs> well, yeah. Like what? <laughs> I think like world dominance is pretty close within their grasp. Like <laughs> from the comfort of Waco. <laughs> like I guess, but maybe if you move to Montecito and you move next door to your your pals Oprah and Meghan Markle world dominance is more within your grasp they yeah i mean they did go on oprah's um show they they were interviewed via hologram by oprah still so uh, weirded me out <laughs> it's still I, like i'm still traumatized by that actually that was a weird yeah just the technology behind that um and this this story says they want their children to be able to have um they want their children to be able to enjoy beach life, ocean air over the summers. Like, There's okay, beaches fine. in Texas, too. <laughs> Not like in Santa Barbara. It's fine, but just say you want to have a foothold in Los Angeles. Like, just, just acknowledge that you want to do as every other celebrity in the history of celebrities almost has done and have a home in L.A. Yeah, and they are following suit with... with what so many celebrities have done in the last like year and a half, two years between Katy Perry. You mean going Ariana, to Montecito? Going to Montecito. Yeah. Katy Perry, Ariana Grande, the Royals, the, well, the not so Royals, um, you know, Portia and Ellen have obviously been there for a while, but I mean, we've seen so many people making moves to Montecito. Um, yeah. So much so that we covered it. If you want to go back to a previous episode. Uh, and search for our one on Montecito, we actually brought on one of our writers who's kind of an expert in in the subject matter to talk about the the allure of this particular town. Yeah, we'll even, we'll link to it. Sure, yes. Um, Make it easy. Anyway, I know one person who would be excited about them moving closer to Los Angeles. Who? 
Michael Matsumoto. Oh. Their buddy from Fixer Up from fix, the Fixer Upper days. Good segue. Um, yeah, that is kind of a good segue. So we mentioned that we talked about, uh, we spoke with Rob Zimmerman and Michael Matsumoto, who were executive producers on Battle on the Beach. And right now, we are going to lead into our uh, interview with the winners of Battle on the Beach, Carrie and David Kirsch. <laughs> We are here with Carrie and David Kirsch, the winners of HGTV's Yay. Battle on the Beach, the first round of season. Yeah, big round of applause. You took home the $50,000 grand prize as yeah. well as a few cash prizes along the way. And you also took home the admiration of house flipping design professionals everywhere so we want to hear everything we wanted to talk about what happened behind the scenes um how you got started how you got on the show so let's start so carrie and david you're in texas right where where in texas are you Comanche. It's a little bitty town in the middle of nowhere. About 4,000 people. Yeah. Yeehaw. We're we're like uh, 90 miles southwest of uh, Fort Worth. Okay. Okay. So it's literally like in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> big, big properties, lots of land. Lots of land. Yes. Lots of nice. land, lots of older houses, lots of things that need to be redone. Lots of new houses that we're building. Yeah. We're but we'll, this is where Carrie's from. I mean, she was born and oh. raised here in Comanche. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. And and did you have a latent interest in house flipping when you were a child in Comanche, Carrie? Or yeah, um, so did that kind of develop over time? I have always had it. I'm, I'm not very big. I'm like 5'1 and 110 pounds. And my mom would make fun of me because she'd come home and she'd be like, what happened to the furniture? And I'm like, I just moved it. She's like, how did you move it? And I'm like, well, you're resourceful. And I always had strong legs. So I'd get down and push things with my legs and I just I always had an interest in it. it. Was always kind of a creative person. Um, she'd say I was cool. the black sheep. I mean, David and I have moved literally. This will be the sixteenth time in oh like gosh. eight years. Yeah. So that probably tells you a lot about our mental state mm. and uh, <laughs> crazy and how crazy we are. So yeah, yeah. I, I I had no no desire to flip houses. Until I started watching uh, a show called Trading Spaces. Uh-huh. <laughs> so it's Ty's fault. Mm. All Ty's fault. That's it right. It is all Ty's fault. I see now. <laughs> so that must have been awesome to meet Ty on the set of Battle on the Beach. Oh, yes. It was. <laughs> it was so cool. It was great. I mean, um, so we're all standing there on the beach freezing our butts off. Because there we were in Gulf Shores, Alabama in April. Or well, it actually started in late March. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it was cold. And all of a sudden, here comes Ty and Allison and Tanya just walking up the beach. And it was just so surreal. Uh, but everything about this has really been surreal. I want to back up for a second, just for our listeners who might not have caught it. Um, Carrie, David, you guys are actually musicians, too. So you, you don't just flip houses. Um, David, I believe you're a real estate agent as well. And yes, Carrie, are you? Yes, we both. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And... You sing country music. So I, I know you mentioned being on the road and um, you kind of live in three lives, it sounds like. So I just yeah. wanted to clarify for the for the well, audience that you guys do sing and maybe you'll yeah. give us a little ditty before we get off here. Yeah. <laughs> you gave us some ditties. on. We heard some of your your chops on the show. You guys are yeah. beautiful. Yeah. You know, that it kind of makes it hard when they're like, okay, sing something, but we also need to own it. Yeah. So. Make that, had to make it up on the, make on that the fly. snappy and do something that we don't have to pay anybody yeah. to hear. So it's like, oh, okay, no pressure. Yeah. I thought you they, nailed that. They yeah. didn't. Okay. They didn't show it, but when we were when we were all looking for granite, um, we went to this granite place and all the you know we're walking around all these granite slabs everywhere and and um, Tanya was like, I, I want you to sing something. And of course, you know, there's cameras everywhere and Carrie's like, uh, uh, okay. And she ended up making up some song about, we were looking at a piece of, uh, of granite that had a leathered finish 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Leather finish. Yeah. Anyway. She just looked at me and I was like, there's nothing better than a leather slap. And yeah. I was like, that's all I could think of. <laughs> yeah. So let's just roll with that. And Are then, you course, kidding? That was beautiful. <laughs> oh, thank you. She, Tanya seems like she was so much fun. In, in addition oh, yeah. to being really, really good at design and just having like such a, a good eye yeah. like she seems like a really just the sweetest person her, her energy is amazing. amazing yeah i i think that was what that was what was so great for us in the perfect match because tanya came in and i mean she just lights up a room and you know that was a lot of pressure it was like being in a pressure cooker it i was. guess on that show and so she would mm-hmm. come in and just be this great uh ray of sunshine yeah and which is kind of what we always said every yeah, time it gave us a lot of energy her. so mm-hmm. we we loved or it, it perked us up when you know she comes in with this amazing beautiful smile and yeah and carrie and i are just at our wits end or she's carries up, up against the wall crying because something wasn't going to show up right and, and uh you know she would pop in be like hi and <laughs> you know it would just kind of turn things around so she she showed up at the right times well it was like the top piece of information or, or the top tip that Tanya gave you dur- during this whole process? Hmm. You know, um, I, you know, when she could, she told us to go with our gut Yeah. and, mm-hmm. and it was something that we struggled with. And this was early on. Um, it was something we struggled with because we have been blessed with things going very well for us here in Texas, but all of a sudden we find ourselves on a beach in Gulf Shores, Alabama, and we just didn't know if what we normally do right. was gonna mm-hmm. was gonna translate, was gonna go over well and 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 add value to a beach house because we've never done a beach house. Mm-hmm. But that was something early on that she said she she just really encouraged us to do what we what we do. And I, right, I think right. for me, uh that was like the most important piece of information because Carrie and I were really thinking, okay, we've got to do stuff that's kind of not us. And and we did do some of that. Yeah. But our our focus was truly on appraised the end value. all goal, which was was uh having the highest appraised value. Yeah. I mean, that that was the I mean, when we all got together the first day, they were like, Okay, here's the main objective. Create more value, add more value, and that's that's really what we focused on. Yeah, I ask. I bet I wore my field producer oh, out yeah. a lot because I am so competitive. I'm, I'm like, okay, what are the rules? Like, what do we have to do <laughs> to win this? Are we doing like we're you know we're trying to make this to where it appeals to renters, or is it truly to raise the value? And they said no. That uh, you know, real estate appraisers would come in at the end and it would truly be based, I know, based on just the value. So we kept that in mind. And of course, Mina and Mike threw us off a lot because their (laughs) judging was, uh, I, I threw the whole show really till the last, I told David, I'm like, there's no way we're going to win because they don't like anything we do. And funny enough, Shawnee and Josh, um, our house was so distant. We were so far away from them that they didn't get to see any pictures or we didn't really share that. But until the end, um, go into each other's houses and Shawnee before the finale, she saw me looking through pictures on my phone and she was like, is that your house? And we said, yeah. And she said, I want to see them. And I was showing them to Josh. And she's like, Oh my God, your house is so nice. According to the judges, your house sucked. Yeah. <laughs> no. And she's like, yeah, man, they made your house sound janky and they stuff. Did. It was terrible. <laughs> and um, she was just, I mean, really, she was kind of floored. And then she went into our house and, she really, she looked at us. She was like, y'all, y'all should probably win this thing. Yeah. They were super nice. But anyway, yeah. um, I, I loved that moment that they showed in the finale when, when the, the two of you had kind of finished putting your finishing touches on the outside of the house and all your repairs and stuff. And it seems like it was kind of, you know, the end of marathon and you were just like with your wine on you the sauntered beach. Over with your tiki. <laughs> you sauntered over to Sonny and Josh and you're like, Okay, guys, you're going dark. Hmm. All right. And then there's a little trash choice. talk, trash talk back and forth. Like that was, <laughs> it was those moments that like made Rachel and I fall in love with this show. Cause oh. we like, there's something special about the show. We, we do recap a lot of HGTV shows, but this is the first one that we've actually like continued through the entire season. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's because of you all, as well as like, 
the the competitiveness of the show, the twists and turns. And uh, but yeah, that moment was just uh, that was gold. That was so funny. Yeah. Yeah, the trash cool. talking was a lot of fun. We definitely would love to see more they, of they that. Didn't show. I mean, they. Of course, remember, and y'all know this better than we do, those cameras were on from 7 to 7 every mm-hmm. day. Yeah. They, yeah. They have hours of footage that never, obviously couldn't make the show, but a whole lot of that trash talk and stuff, um, which it was all in fun. Nobody oh, nobody sure. got angry or anything, but there was so much bantering that didn't didn't make the show, and I, it's unfortunate. Oh, I had binoculars, girls. I mean, I was like <laughs> all in it, camo mask. David had his like backpack of camo, and I brought it to to set. And he's like, "Why do you have my stuff?" And I'm like, "I'm sightseeing." And so, yeah, sightseeing. sightseeing. And then, she and then was spying on the competition. Sunjay caught me. She yeah. was like. Carrie, what is that in your hand? I'm like, nothing. It's nothing. She's like, they look like binoculars. I'm like, no, it's not binoculars. <laughs> oh my binoculars. But well, did you did you guys know? So we spoke with um, Rob Zimmerman and Michael Matsumoto uh, who, who yesterday. They? <laughs> um, yeah, who are, yeah. Who are those right? crazy guys? Yeah, yeah. Right? Um, they, they said there's two more episodes. Do you guys know that? No. no. There's so, bonus episodes coming there's out. Bonus, yeah. There's bonus content coming I know. out. Yeah. Oh, I know. that's awesome. That, that does not surprise me. You know, you guys talked about taking risks and doing things that might not appeal, but you did it so beautifully. And well, you did you. it from the jump. I mean, with your kitchen, you did a black kitchen on mm-hmm. the beach. And that was so unexpected and it looked so good when all was said and done. And so I think you really kind of set the the tone from the start of like, okay, we're going to do things really elegantly, but we're going to do things differently. Mm -hmm. Well, and then also what some could argue as like your most genius moves um, were in the living room turning that staircase to, to provide more seating space in the living room and then creating the floor to ceiling fireplace, which like who doesn't want a fireplace to, to light at night when you're on the beach, like talk about luxury. Right. (laughs) Um, Carrie, she was so adamant about the fireplace, which I was all for because I I knew I had seen her vision and I knew that it was going to be beautiful, but the way that the stairs initially came down into the living room, um, it just wasn't providing us enough space. So the whole turning of the staircase all came about as a function uh, functionality thing to give us more space so that we could build the, the fireplace. fireplace. The fireplace. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that all goes back to as far as in the real estate world, if you're really, you know, appraising value, you have to add something that's attached. Yeah. That you can't take out in order to add that value. And if you've got three identical houses and you don't do that, then it's like everything just kind of goes back to design or I guess craftsmanship. What's yeah. And what's pretty. So I was adamant about, Oh no, we are doing a fireplace. Yeah. And Tanya was for it, but, she wasn't sold no, on yeah. it initially. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Uh, yeah. yeah. But we, yeah. we had to pull up some pictures and say, okay, the, here's here's what we're planning on doing. And then she's like, oh my gosh, yeah. yes, we have to do this. I have to tell you all this because I wish maybe they'll show this. But so um, Mike did not like our railing, the cable railing. Oh, he hated it. And he actually, out oh. on judging, he so the the episode before that was the kitchen and he he banged us up pretty good for the uh, the Vena hood being too tall, which too high, which too that high. was a and it long was too story high. anyway. And then the pot holder, which was totally the plumber pot filler, it, yeah, pot fill, filler, and it was actually two specs. No, offense, yeah, it, it, Holmes, it, it, yeah, was, he said inches. it was too high, and it was it, it was actually dead on. But anyway, mm. so he told us in judging, which they don't show, he's like, "There's this thing called the internet. You should look into it." Carrie. Yeah. Oh, he <gasps> ripped Carrie oh, he on the beach. Oh my God. <laughs> And they didn't show it. So yeah. I was like, okay, noted. So a little birdie, <laughs> a little birdie told me that he might rip me on those stairs because he does not, he's not a fan of cable wiring and kind of implied, I guess that it wasn't to code. So being the, I guess, 
her competitive juices yes. were flowing. So I got on the internet and screenshotted um, on her phone on my phone that actually those cable wiring is actually safer than traditional posts because it comes under mm. more scrutiny than any other uh, railing. And I had that saved. So when he called me out, out on the beach, I said, you know, last time you called me out and said I should use the internet. I actually did that this time. And here's what it said. Yeah. But and she, oh, she totally straightened him out on that deal. I read it off. But, but Mike <laughs> being Mike, he still stuck to his guns and said, I still hate it. He, well, yeah, he said, I'd never said it wasn't to code. I just said, we don't like it in Canada. I'm like, okay. Oh my God. <laughs> I mean, we, we, we lovingly call Mike Holmes, the Simon Cowell of, yes. uh, yeah. of yes. on the beach here on this podcast. So, um, we've heard that Mike is though. such a great guy. We've heard he, he is, is. Like, oh so my gosh. smart, but yeah, he was tough. He was yeah. tough. He really yeah. loved your, your bedroom though. He did the hanging. He liked yeah. the hanging bed, and he yeah. liked your lamp that you your yeah, your the, light picture mm-hmm. that you made. He did, and yeah. he, he really liked your kids' bedroom too. It seems yeah, like he did he, minus yeah, the sand. sandbox thing was just <laughs> yeah, just the sticking big. point. Let me tell you what you talk about a bunch of conversations. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> really, down did we to even see half of them. <laughs> oh, Tanya tried to talk Carrie out of that sandbox a thousand times. I swear to you, until literally down to the wire, she it was the last thing we put in the room. And she said, David, we don't have time to do this. Just just tell Carrie to scrap it. Just yeah. She's got to scrap it. I mean, we had like minutes and, and she's still trying to tell Carrie to scrap the sandbox. It was hilarious. I'm, I'm mm. just I can't help myself. I'm too. I don't like being told no, I guess. Yeah. To my- <laughs> yeah kind well, of one of those things where me, the more um, people told you no, the more you, yeah, they you all wanted did. to make The it whole happen. world has told her no. Oh, now. yes. It's hilarious. They all they all say, why? I was screaming. No. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I get emails. and yeah it's like did you get like comments and like dms from people online being like why carrie why yes it would be hilarious david and i have talked about taking those comments and like reading them out loud like oh one from so and so you should be eliminated immediately you have (laughs) no design skills anyone that would ever think that's a great idea is just stupid oh yeah there we've we've gotten plenty of of nasty Texts or DMs. Oh my gosh! But you know, I mean, that's part of it. We we knew that going in. And I, I mean, you know, I I don't know if most people would really realize this or not, but I I knew that that was going to happen. It wasn't like I thought, yes, this is really a great from a design perspective. Let's put a sandbox. We were really trying to just, you know, do something that someone is going to remember or talk about. Mm And, you know, when Ty Pennington is out on the beach and he's like, use your wildest imagination. This is the kids room. Yeah. And, I, you know, the funny thing about this, too, is and David will tell you, I do not like theme rooms. Like my poor little kids never had a theme room. They were already in a lofty, elegant <laughs> yeah. baby room. I'm not a themey person. Right. But me either, I, girl. Me either. Yeah, I mean, like I'm anti. You come into my house and you'll think you're in a minimalist, like Scandinavian I don't know. It's not, it's yep. not clean at all, but, um, we just, you know, we but thought let's, you definitely did kind of go there though for the kids. Right? Oh no, we went there. Yeah, no. Oh yeah. Let me ask you guys a big question. If you could redo one of the rooms, which one would you redo? Hmm. I would, are you looking, David's looking at me. I would do the, um, bathroom upstairs main bathroom bathroom. that's exactly what i was gonna say that was you mike holmes knocked you all for uh having non uh non not non-slip tile right yeah yeah it's uh, other people the other competitors had issues i'm sure Sure. like we did in different ways well we know that because we got to have lunch together the last day and they kind of kept us all apart you know and didn't really want us talking to each other about everything. Um, and, and we didn't really want to share too much with each other either because, you know, it is a competition. Right. So we didn't want to give anything away. Well, last day we're all finished and we get to go to lunch together. And all of a sudden we're all sitting around going, what? did y'all have to do this? Did y'all have these <laughs> issues? And we're like, yes, yes, we did. Oh my gosh. You know, so we, you know, so much um, got got aired out the last day amongst us competitors, which was an absolute blast. Finally but, got a chance to compare notes. Yes. Yeah, very vindicated for all, yeah. for all yes. of the Absolutely. issues. Yeah, um, and and everybody was very competitive. I, I'm, oh my gosh, the the uh, 
the mentors, that Allison, good Lord, you talk about competitive. <laughs> She's brutal. Yeah. Ty's competitive in a nice way. Allison would look at me and she was like, are you using red on your boat? That That's is hideous. hideous. And I'm like, oh, oh my God. God. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, what do you say to that? Yeah, nothing. She's Allison. Okay. <laughs> yeah. She's like, Thank she's you. like mean girling you, like yeah, getting in your head. Yeah. 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 It's, oh like, it's a mind tactic, I think. Uh, yeah. yeah. And, and she got away with it though. Cause she kind of did it with a smile. Right. Yeah. 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 Okay. What was your favorite part about being on this show? Oh, wow. There were a lot of favorite parts. I mean, I think because we're super competitive and just fans of everyone um, in the concept in general of taking something and making it great. I think that that was um, it was just it was a fun experience and I I enjoyed all of it. I I did, Mm -hmm. too. Um, My favorite part. um, It's not really a part because it's kind of the whole show, but. My, my favorite thing was the challenge, which I guess basically is what, what you said, just in more words. Even those little twists, those little like, er, like, yeah. <laughs> now you have an extra room to do and you have four hours to do it in. Yeah. Right. yeah. I, I, I found all that fun. You that know, was fun. David and I, we, we were teasing our uh, field producer and she was like, isn't this stressful? And I'm like, you know what? Our job back home is more stressful yeah, than this. This is like is. great. Cause it just, it, it leans more where David and I were the It was ones. all on us. Yeah. It was on us. So we, we in real estate, you, you're dealing with multiple other human beings yeah. and personalities. And, and, you know, it's very stressful because somebody needs to sell and somebody wants to buy. And there's just so much it, it's, it's very, very stressful, but in a different way. Yeah. Well, so what do you have coming down the pike? You, I, I'm assuming you have more houses on the horizon. Oh, oh yeah. gosh. Yeah. We, we, we buy and sell or help people buy and sell with the real estate company. Carrie has a, basically a, a crew that, and she buys and flips houses and I oh, yeah. build houses. So we have like three flips in the works and then we do the buying and selling with real estate and then. I've got two houses. David's going up got right two now. new houses that he's building. Wow! So. And this is all in like the Comanche area, yes. or is it like the Greater yeah. Fort Worth area? Oh no, it's pretty much here. Yeah, it's just here. Wow! There's a lot going on here, so I think that's what's crazy too. Is COVID's really opened the doors to people wanting to move more to a rural area, mm-hmm. you know, where it's mm-hmm. open and you got more space. So and people can work from home. Yeah. So is Comanche yeah. the next Waco? Is that what you're saying? I would love for that to that to be, be awesome. the case. Um, Are we talking to the potential uh, new Chip, Chip and, and Joe? <laughs> there's there's a lot of potential in Comanche for uh, definitely for renovation. So yeah, I mean, hey, we're game. Who wouldn't want to be the next Chip and Joe? We are trying. Maybe <laughs> maybe you girls can work on this. We're trying to get Michael and Rob to go with a rookies versus all stars. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, I like so, it. You know, we like, we want we actually want to compete on Rock the Block. Yeah, we want to do that too. Yeah. But we would love. We want to do a lot of things. <laughs> teams, uh, the the rookies versus like you know the Alice and Victorias, but. I think being that we're new, we should get a bigger budget or everybody should have to do all the manual like part construction. Uh-huh. So it's yeah. like, you know, everybody gets make a it a little more it. even. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't see why they wouldn't bring you guys back. I mean, yeah, you, you can clearly hang with the best of them in terms of your design and your and your building skills. So, yeah. OK, I have a question for y'all. Okay. Oh, sure. Are y'all ready? Okay. So we're so super close to it. And it's interesting to us, you know, because of what they do show on TV and it can be a little frustrating, but did y'all see from an outside perspective, um, like how the teams were paired up and stuff like that? Did y'all see any advantages or disadvantages to that? In terms of like which couple got paired with which um, celeb? Yeah. Yes. Or or who the or who the uh, the judges were? Yeah, just in general. I mean. Yeah. You know, um, yeah, I mean, one one thing I pointed out, I think, when we were talking with Soon Jay and Daryl, is that Allison has worked a lot with Mike mm-hmm. before, and and I also I believe Nina, and so she seemed to have maybe a better idea of what he would be looking for, yeah. possibly more than Ty or or Tanya did. Like yeah. the shower wand was sure, one yeah, thing, yeah. right? Where, Which where he hammered us on. Yeah, y'all yeah. didn't see that. And 
I love Mike to death, but I'm like, why does he care about a shower head? Yeah. You know, it's not like he has a lot of hair or anything. Yeah. <laughs> and I was being totally, I wasn't being, I was being just straightforward. Like yeah. it's a shower. Oh, it, was funny. it was interesting to see, you know, cause so much of like Ty's design aesthetic came out. Like he is so like boho. Right? Oh yeah. Eclectic painterly, like in his, in his decor. And yeah it seemed that that meshed well with Shawnee and Josh, which yeah. could have just been a coincidence. Um, no, I think you're, you're dead on yeah. here. It seems like the most, like they took the most risk in terms of pushing the envelope, which also we've said too. Ty has That's been on bad. so many TV shows. Like mm-hmm. he's, he has that producer mindset where it's yeah. like, let's, let's keep the paneling, right. you know, just let's, because everybody else won't. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. yeah. He knows how to make good TV. Yeah. And oh, so yeah. like I could see him doing that. Whereas like soon and Daryl's place was a bit more, um, mainstream and subdued and yeah. gorgeous, yeah, but j- just kind of like what you are looking for or, or same with you guys is too, like just kind of what you're more traditionally used to seeing in a rental or, yeah. But I think I think you guys actually, and I'm not blowing smoke. I think you you struck a balance between the two because Sunjay yeah. had told us that her biggest regret was not taking enough risks. So I think Ty's team probably took too many. Yeah. Sunjay and Daryl probably did not take enough, and you guys yeah. kind of found that perfect middle ground. And I think that they, you know, want, when they realized, because see, they didn't know Sunjay and Daryl didn't know that we did those changes until the end of changing the stairs and stuff. And they were like, that must be why they were ahead of us. Because we always felt like they were ahead. Well, that would make yeah. sense because they weren't doing as much like, you know. Construction. Construction. Like they were just taking that template and redoing it. We were like rebuilding it yeah. and then redoing right. it. Yeah, we did more structural. I, I don't mean structural by by moving walls or changing, you know, headers and stuff, but we did change the template more than they did for sure. Mm -hmm. And it required more time. I can remember y'all after the first, uh, I guess it was the first week. Um, we, they called us out to the beach and I'm, I'm, we get out, Carrie and I get out to the beach and I'm just sore. I am sore (laughs) from head to toe. I mean, cramped up every night. I'm just, just sore. And Josh and Shawnee come plopping down on the beach and yeah, they're a lot younger than me, but I was like, what is going on? You know, and giving them such a hard time. Cause they're like, yeah, we went on a five mile run this morning before, before we <laughs> got here. And I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. I couldn't run 20 yards right now. Yeah. We figured out later on, we were doing a lot I don't want to say we were doing a lot more. We were doing a lot more um, physical work. Yeah. Manual physical labor. Yeah. Yes. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Carrie and I, I, we looked at each other when this thing was over and we were like, we have not worked this hard in 20 years. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. David could not feel his thigh. No, I, lost- I, it's still, I've, it's still numb. <laughs> oh, no. Well, here's the thing. I tore my, I tore my, my front quad walking in the, in the sand, like the third day we were there. Oh no. And it, you know, when you have a tear in a muscle, I mean, you know, there's nothing you can do. No. And you have to keep walking in that sand for the next six weeks. Run. They made us run. Yeah, they do. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, right. They're like, go get your houses. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh my gosh. And they put old shorty in the bag. Y'all notice that. I'm like, why y'all want to put me on the end? Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's wrong on many levels. Uh, oh my god! But it was so much fun, y'all. I can't, I cannot, I cannot begin to tell you how much fun that whole experience was. And I'm, you know, now that, now that it, you know, the finale is shown, and Carrie and I just look at each other and like, oh man, <laughs> I want to do another one. You know, I mean, it's it, it's it's um, uh, it's addicting. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's so much fun. I can see how Ty has just been doing this his oh, entire yeah. career. Yes. Like it's yeah. These competition shows. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, we, we hope to see you guys on more HGTV or yeah, some other too. renovation network. Um, Magnolia, something like that. <laughs> um, but uh, Rachel, do you have any other questions for I, our lovely Per guests? usual, I have a million, but we've kept you guys long enough um what are you going to do with the fifty thousand dollars oh are good, you- good question 
we so I don't know if that was that with the fifty thousand dollars, what we really want to do is just we want to expand our business. I mean, we we want to um, I don't know. We want to go out and, and, and do more flips and and also just um, maybe help the clients that are trying to get top dollar for their house. So know? so basically mm -hmm. what she's saying is she's already spent it. No, I haven't. <laughs> yeah. She, she bought a house. You already bought another house. Yeah. So this is the thing I do. I mean, y'all know. Yeah, don't without know me us. knowing. He's a guy. Yeah. So I go out and I buy houses and then I tell David. I While buy I'm houses. working. <laughs> yeah. She's oh. running, she's driving all over Comanche County. Uh, and next thing, she, next thing I know, she's like, um, we need to go to the bank. No, like, I'm like, why? you need to go pay the title company. Uh-huh. 200,000 yeah. because I just bought a house. Right. And he'll oh, be like, my gosh. I'll take him to the house after we've paid for it. And he, he will most of the time, nine times uh, of the time, be like, why did you buy this? She buys these things. It's like, I wouldn't put my worst enemy in them. Yeah. But then she guts them and she makes them beautiful. So. And, and they all work them. out. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. That's like the, that's the extreme example of like hiding the shopping bags from your husband. Exactly. When yeah. Oh, yeah. You spent a little too much at Nordstrom or something yeah. uh -huh. like that. Or, or having a, having a credit card in only her name that I don't know about. Right. No, I, <laughs> I, I don't do that. I don't buy. It's so funny. I no, don't really buy like home decor and jewelry and clothes and stuff. I just no. buy houses. I yeah. just that's love buying so houses. <laughs> You have your thing. Yeah, you have Some your of thing. us like shoes. Some of us like houses. Honestly, we could stay on with you all afternoon. And maybe we can have you back on a future episode to Gosh, yeah. find out what you're up to. Check yeah, in with y'all and see, yeah, see what see what you're up to in Comanche and beyond. Um, well, thank you so much for joining us, Carrie and David, winners of Battle on the Beach Season 1. Uh Onward and upward. Like yes. we can't wait to follow. And, and oh, tell tell um, our listeners where they can find you, where they can follow along. Well, um, Carrie's on Instagram. Kirsch Home Design. Mm -hmm. So we have Kirsch Home Design. And We've then got Kirsch Real Estate, Kirsch Construction. You can find us anywhere. Yeah. Awesome. Anywhere. Well, thanks so much, guys. Gosh, yes, we enjoyed it. Thank you. All right, that was so fun and like we promised we have our recap of the finale so let's talk about it episode six battle on the beach this is exteriors week we're focusing on the exteriors of the home i loved this episode i don't know like i loved i realized during this episode that i love exteriors and oh, like, interesting. Just curb appeal and the little things that you can do to make your house stand out. So I want to go through really quick what each couple did because they all chose drastically different approaches. And I thought mm -hmm. that was really interesting to begin with. So Carrie and David went with a, a mint green exterior, the color of money. And they had a dark gray trim around the windows and the door. And then they were going to do a bright red door mm -hmm. and it all sounds kind of weird when you like hear it but it in practicality like it, it looked or sorry in am i using that phrase right yeah it it looked beachy it did they had an issue where they they got the the trim on and they were like no the gray the dark gray is not working and i actually i meant to ask them about this because i was like i didn't think it, there was anything that bad with it did you I didn't think it was the worst thing, but I think they should have gone lighter. I think they probably should have gone like white or cream. And they did. The trim. They ended up. And they ended. And they ended up doing changing that, so. it because they were just they were both on the same page. They're like that does not look good. Let's let's change yeah. it to white. So they did mint green, white, and red. Uh, mm -hmm. Team Allison, which was Sunjay and Daryl, they definitely played it the safest. I'd say they chose a a blue green exterior that matched the color of the ocean. Uh, gorgeous color beautiful color absolutely beautiful color I actually want to find out what color that was uh, I think they had white trim and they had a beautiful stained wood door with glass panels in it mm -hmm. I loved that door um, Ty's team in typical Ty, Ty team fashion mm -hmm. decided to do something extra different and they went with black or like a very dark gray 
exterior dark charcoal gray yeah shawnee and josh which is so in style right now yeah dark, dark exteriors like, but was still surprising on a beach because you don't expect to see that no you don't you expect to see it in the suburbs or in like an urban setting so i liked it i i like the idea of dark exteriors i wonder if it would get really hot though or create more heat on the beach like is it a practical choice maybe you would think of that, Miss Miss Always Schwitzen. <laughs> I am always Schwitzen. I'm always overheating. Miss Already Overheating. <laughs> She's referring to my post about Bachelor in Paradise this week. If you guys watch Bachelor in Paradise, one of the contestants literally melts melts down in the Mexico heat, and I was like, I can totally relate. Um, <laughs> I no, but it, I mean, really, I do wonder. Nobody brought it up, so maybe I have no point. I'd have to go googling. So uh, these couples, in addition to painting the houses, they also put like little fun amenities on the the deck. So Shawnee and Josh put a galvanized metal tub out there that could be a water hot or feature. Cold. A water feature, finally <laughs> by the ocean. Um, and that was cool. It was kind of like um, modern farmhouse looking. I kind of hated it. Oh, okay. <laughs> it was spray painted. It was a galvanized tub. And, and it was, as Mike Holmes said, this is for horses. <laughs> I was like, okay, but I He's think, not wrong. He's not wrong, but I think people are meant to get into it. And Shawnee and Josh <laughs> tested it out. And it turns out two people could be in it at the same time. But it looked a little bit awkward. I just, I, I was like, okay, if you're going to do like a tub, like, do do a hot do a tub do a tub tub. um this galvanized thing was not my thing but it to me it was better than nothing honestly and they were the only couple that bothered to put in a a water a water feature totally um soon jay and daryl actually moved their water feature which i thought genius they they moved the outdoor shower from the deck yeah to the the beginning of the pathway that leads up to the house so you wouldn't be bringing a bunch of sand with you up to the house like you could shower off and then walk up up the stairs right and you wouldn't be showering so right smart. next to the barbecue like while you're making steaks outside <laughs> yes very very smart they also put up a privacy fence which subsequently fell down Ooh. um they had to rebuild <laughs> That we'll talk about that because I had thoughts. It was sad. We felt for them. Um, and then a lot of seating. And then Carrie and David, uh, which perplexed me, but clearly no one else, like Rob Zimmerman loved this. Um, Carrie and David put a seating area beneath the house, like a tiki bar underneath the house. Yeah. And I, and I said, high tide, like, that's going to get washed out, but okay. I wrote Tiki Bar was hella cool. I've been in California too long. But did it need to be on some kind of platform because of the rain? And apparently before the hurricane that came through the year before, there were concrete platforms under there. Yeah, that was interesting to find out from Rob and Michael. Um, yeah, a little tidbit. Um, it, it looked to me, it was like one of those things that was really cute but probably I don't know that you would use but I did wonder if it was just sort of and Carrie and David and I think this is sort of maybe why they won they they pushed the envelope in a lot of ways and it made you imagine what what could be and maybe Mm -hmm. they didn't execute it to the nines because they didn't have time to do so but if you like if you wanted to do a tiki bar and wanted to make sure that it didn't flood like you could go in there and upgrade it I don't know yeah yeah I also wanted to mention that Ty's team Shawnee and Josh uh added a outdoor projector and screen oh yeah that was a good idea but poor execution I thought yeah like doubled as a privacy screen as well as a outdoor movie theater um okay so then which one was your favorite I liked all the features that Shawnee and Josh added I thought it seemed like a fun place to stay aesthetically Speaking, I liked Alice, Team Alice and Sunjay and Daryl's. Mm-hmm. Just as a, if we're just talking about the paint on the house and the front door, I mean, the back door, front door, I don't know, the door, uh, and just how it all kind of came together, I would say theirs probably impressed me the most. But I also just, I, Carrie and David's grew on me. 
mm-hmm. the more I looked at it too. Uh, David also built a pergola all by himself because they had run out of money. They didn't have t- um, money to, to buy anything. And so he just built one. That was so impressive. Can we talk for a second? I do want to find out your favorite, but the fact that the, okay, so they had a big rainstorm come in overnight and Daryl had seemingly spent all day building this privacy wall. And honestly, like it was a very enjoyable thing to watch because there was trash talking. Ty, Ty and Shawnee came out and they're like, Hey, you don't want to see your neighbors. Like what's wrong with us? You don't want to be, you don't want to talk to us. And it was, it was a cute part of it. And Daryl's like, Nope. Bye. I'm going to continue building this privacy wall. And then they came out the next morning and the privacy wall was 100% on the ground. And I audibly gasped. It was so sad. I was like, it was so sad. And they had, this was the day of judging. They had only hours to go. And I was just like, I was kind of like, Daryl, like, how did you build something that fell down? overnight <laughs> you're supposed to be a pro man but then we found out and I I thought this was an interesting takeaway they brought in their contractor Fred and poor Fred was building in the rain they were trying to rebuild this privacy wall they got it back up and we found out later Fred put uh there's space in between the wooden like slats yeah yeah gaps in between the slats and that's what you need otherwise it's, it's like gonna a be a sail yeah, where all the pressure said. go, the wind goes and knocks it down. I was like, oh my gosh, I never even thought about something like that. Yeah, you can't have just one flat, straight, no gapped wall, uh, wall fence because that's unless it's made of cement, <laughs> you know, or brick with like cement. Like it's it's gonna fall down probably because you have these hurricane strong winds. Yeah. So. Um, that was that was an interesting takeaway, something I never really th- thought about, um, and I'm sure Daryl will take that that knowledge into their next flip. But the privacy wall did get built back up in time; it looked great. And Daryl actually, well, I think I think with the time that they had to go redo things that they had screwed up, Daryl took the time to build a picnic table too. Yes, he did. That picnic table is fantastic. Yeah. Um, okay, so there were a lot of great fixes that happened. Um, the teams each got $2,000 to, you know, fix any safety issues, um, wiggly staircases. Uh, Soonjay and Daryl put caulking in the cabinetry in the kitchen so you couldn't see the screws, securing bookshelves, things like that, that uh, Mike Holmes had pointed. It was all things that Mike Holmes was like, that, that, that. (laughs) Um, Um, Carrie and David David replaced the mirror. So, so necessary. In the bathroom because they had the one small one for a double vanity. So they got a big, long one. Yes. Of course, we said goodbye to the sandbox. There's a sad in memoriam montage of dumping out the sand. A ceremonial dumping of the sand. And they, I, I liked that they replaced it with a, like a little bed. It yes, didn't count did in terms of like square footage or, or like it didn't count toward the appraisal, but like the perceived notion that you could get more heads and beds, I think was good. Exactly. So final judgment the day has come day has come Mike and Mina Mike and Mina are here to basically it's it's so funny because they're not the ones who are crowning the winners like well, we said I, I thought we would get an exterior winner out of them at least before they did the final did we the whole Wait, kit and caboodle we didn't I don't remember. no they just went into the whole who takes the crowning achievement well we I mean they did say like oh I like this um, the tiki bar under the house. Mike was like, "Cool tiki bar under the house," and like the the moving of the shower. They're like very smart moving of That's the shower. True. That's like true. they did say that they didn't really comment on the colors specifically. They all they were all just like, oh, that's nice. That's nice. That's nice. Um, I did enjoy there was a little bit of like vindication for the couples when when Mike and Mina went through and, you know, noticing that they fixed things. Um, OK, but did you catch this? The last house they went into, I think, was Ty's, was it? Yeah. Shawnee and Josh. So Mike and Mina walk in <laughs> and Mina goes, are you kidding me? I know. And Mike goes, 
What did Mike say? Something like they didn't do anything at all. Yeah, he goes like they didn't. They didn't do much, or they didn't do any. Yeah, it was, but nobody did much. Nobody did <laughs> radical changes. To they were all little touches, some sort of response. So I was. I didn't. I mean, clearly that was done to build drama um, mm-hmm. in a preview. But I just they just never came back to it. They never explained like what that reaction was for. <laughs> And it was like, no, I'm pretty sure they did do stuff. <laughs> like, we saw them working. We saw them yeah. fixing stuff. Um, Which is weird. So, to remind you guys, each one of these houses, as we have mentioned many times, started out identical. And they all started uh, valued at $650,000. And that was the value assigned by the appraiser, the same appraiser that came through at the end and appraise yes. the, the final value. I love that. Keep it so mathematical. Consistent. So objective. Consistent. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And so the guy, and I would have loved, I would have loved to have heard more from the appraiser. Um, mm-hmm. As we talked about with Carrie and David, we wanted to see that balance sheet. We wanted to see the receipts. So the, uh, the winning team, as we already know, was Carrie and David with an appraised value of $877,000. Just $4,000 more than Sunjay and Daryl at 873. And then Shawnee and Josh's appraisal value was 822,000. Yeah, it was, you know, I wasn't surprised that it was so close because they all did such a fantastic job. Um, I think they all, the, the challenge level, like, like the challenges that they all had, that they all faced were very similar. It wasn't like one team had an advantage over another, I think in terms of like getting materials or, um, it sounded like they all got screwed. Carpenters, at some point or another. yeah, they all had their challenges. They all had their successes, um, and like we discussed with um, My- Michael and Rob, they really believe that what put Carrie and David over the edge was the living room decor. Uh, with the floor-to-ceiling fireplace plus the turned staircase to give them a little bit more seating room. I 100% um, see that. When you when you walk in the door, the first thing you're going to see is this big, fun living room, and that's going to just add so much value to the home um, for a buyer. If Mike and Mina were the ones who chose the winners, who do you think they would have chosen? Allison's team. I think so, too. And... Do you wish that they um, had had some sort of say in the judging in like the final verdict? Yes and no. I just I don't know how they I don't know how you would do that. Like I don't how know you how would you do it would... objectively. Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like they they had been with them all season. They had seen all these changes they had made. They so it's like what's kind the of... point? <laughs> <laughs> or like I, I would have wanted to watch them walk through with the appraiser and explain things or like, but, and I think that goes back to your point of like, I want to see the balance sheet. I want to see the receipts. I want to see how it all broke down. And maybe that would yeah. make more sense. Maybe we would see that the appraiser's opinion lined up with Mike and Mina's opinions. Maybe. Yeah. But I also want to know because they, they kind of made it clear that like they blessed blessed to Carrie and David, but they kind of made it clear that they, Carrie and David were not who they would have chosen to win. Carrie and David said a couple of times during our interview, and I don't know whether this was included, but they told us a couple of times that basically they were surprised to win because, because other, because of the critiques they got from Mike and Mina were pretty harsh. It sounded like, and I don't know that all of those made it to air, and then secondly, that at the very end, when all the couples got to see each other's houses, uh, some of them commented, like, you guys had a hard road. You got, you got trashed a lot, but, like, your house looks great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They were, like, earnestly surprised. So um, who who did you think was going to win? <laughs> well, we I, both thought Jay and Daryl were going to win. I thought... So I thought Sunjay and Daryl were going to win because they'd won the kitchen and the bathrooms. I thought mathematically, from a purely like numbers standpoint, I thought they were the winners. 
in retrospect, I probably should have seen it coming because Carrie was crying about being away from her family and is this all worth it? This is so hard. And I was like, oh, I should have seen that coming. Although Mm -hmm. Rob and Michael did uh, dissuade me from that notion and said we would have aired that anyway because it's great TV. (laughs) (laughs) But it is that like trope, yeah, you see in other reality TV where it's like, you know, they they portray the couple or the or the contestant who is having such an emotional struggle. <clears throat> Excuse me, if it's you know on Survivor or if it's on The Bachelor, yeah. Um, the person who's having like the hardest struggle is typically the person who who comes out on top in the end. So, um, if if that rang true here, perhaps it did. Um, that's why I feel like we need we need extra content. We need to know. <laughs> we need receipts we do and I'm not not necessarily saying that a show about appraisal values is gonna (laughs) well that's interesting skyrocket to the top of the the ratings reviews but like I just want (laughs) to see some explanation of what was valued here yeah but I mean at the end of the day I think it, it it's great tv that we really we're going back and forth between all of them wondering who was going to win and that we, yeah, we really did not have an idea. And at the end we were still surprised. So let us know what you thought about this show, our recaps of this show. Should we recap another show? If you tuned into our interview with Rob and Michael, you know that Rob is working on a show called ugliest house in America which is being hosted by Retta, the comedian and actress. So that sounds like a contender for for us to recap. Um, But this has been so fun. Like, I'm so glad that we stuck with this, Rachel. Oh, so fun. I'm sad it's over, but uh, it's the beginning of a beautiful, something beautiful. And be sure to we'll we'll tag all the couples uh, in in our show notes as well. We'll put their Instagram handles there so you can follow you can follow their journeys as well. Yes, because please do follow them. They have great content. We've been watching yeah. their stories and seeing their posts, and they're so much fun. And um, remember, all these couples are real life house flippers and real estate agents and appraisers themselves. So I mean, they have a lot of great knowledge. We're going to skip winners and losers this week again, but I promise that next week we will resume with finding you some some deals and some duds. Thank you for pressing play on this episode. If you want to check out uh, any of the content that we talked about today, you can go to realtor.com slash news or you can Google it, um, realtor.com and the topic. We will have links in the show notes, so be sure to take a look at those. And then... If you have a free moment, please leave us a five-star rating and write us a review. We love to hear what you have to say. Rachel, how else can people tell us what they have to say? You can email us. We are podcast at realtor.com. That's singular podcast at realtor.com. Or as we mentioned earlier, find us on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. We're at House Party Pod on all three. That's where we have a lot of our kind of bonus content and photos and uh, we interact with um, the folks that you've heard from on on these episodes. So join in the conversation. Apparently, yeah, Mike Holmes has a show coming up too. I saw, I saw that. that we posted about. Yeah, so we we will try to break as much HGTV and renovation news as we can, as well as celebrity news. And we'll let you know when uh, Christina definitely has that ring on the finger. Oh, I'm waiting with bated breath. I know you are. <laughs> I must know. <laughs> what is the what is the truth? Uh, all right. Thanks again for, for tuning in, for joining us. Uh, we'll catch you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.